Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! Hi, I'm Gabe. I'm Kelly. Uh, Aretha Franklin died. She was really great. She was. She had pancreatic cancer, which is not a uh, high survival rate. It's one of those cancers that is hard to survive, right. along with bile duct cancer. Right. No, she was, uh, she was really terrific. So um, we've put a video of her singing, um, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, uh, on our Facebook page. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, singing it to uh, Carol King at the Kennedy Center with the Obamas there, and Barack Obama like wipes away the tear, and you know Aretha's just wailing away on the uh, piano wearing this giant fur coat. And Excellent. It's just pretty amazing. Yeah, and she's not just the queen of soul; she is the queen. Yeah. Um, I think what's been really cool about, uh, I mean, because it's kind of been like on people's radars this week, and not just like come out of nowhere. Um, people have been sharing her like statement on how she said she would bail Angela Davis out of jail. She's like, I don't care if she's a communist. She's fighting for black women, and I'm all about that. So nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when when we heard that her health was declining, I thought, okay, you know, we'll want to put something uh, on our social media, and you know, at, every time we we do anything about some celebrity, I always kind of get this thing in the back of my head. It's like. Eh, did, you know, because we're a pro-choice organization, it's, you know, does does this person's values align with the organization? Would it be weird for a pro-choice group to, like, tweet praise about somebody if they didn't share our views on this one core issue? Um, I mean, I would have to assume that Aretha Franklin was very pro-choice. Uh, yeah, and, and the, the biggest indicator, because she didn't, you know, she, she supported the Obamas, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, she wasn't as much of a political figure um, mm-hmm. as, you know, as other people out there. But um, Shonda Rhimes had an episode of Scandal where uh, a major character had an abortion, and they wanted to play an Aretha Franklin song in the background at the time, like over that scene. Mm-hmm. And Shonda Rhimes was like, we... We cannot do that. Even if we have the legal rights, we cannot do this without Aretha, like knowing what the scene is and all the implications. And I guess they asked Aretha's people, and they said, "Yes, she's you know, Ms. Franklin is okay with it." And so then after they like shot the scene, they they checked again, and the response they got back was, "Yes, she's fine with it. Please stop asking." <laughs> So, so yeah, that that was like the big yes. Aretha is totally pro-choice That's and good. very supportive of displaying abortion, you know, on TV in this dramatic fashion. I was like, wasn't that one of the more like uh, melodramatic scenes of abortion? Like it was like wearing a hospital gown and like a hairnet, which is not really how abortions happen. Yeah, uh, but, but I mean, being displayed on on network television is not a scandal know. on network television. I've never watched yes. it. Oh, uh, it's on ABC. So. Oh, okay. Um, I don't have cable. It, well, ABC's not on cable. <laughs> I don't watch TV. <laughs> I consume pop media that is not You're too uh, busy. Uh, if you if you had cable, um, changing topics here, uh, you'd see all the cable news about Omarosa. I, I definitely avoid that like the plague. <laughs> it's it's. I mean, going from Aretha Franklin, who was like you know the best of humanity, to Omarosa and Donald Trump. That's kind of you know two snakes fighting in a sewer. Um, it's 
it's it's interesting to see. Yeah, I've I've read or at least like been vaguely aware that Amarosa has claimed that um, Donald Trump is been using racially insensitive language, which surprises surprises literally no one. Right. Um, and I don't doubt the story by any stretch of the imagination, but I also like don't trust Amarosa, so it's a weird juxtaposition of feelings. It's like, well, yeah, of course, but also what? <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it 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 would be a terrible thing for the it does president. contradict her book. Yeah, um, it, it it doesn't seem to be straight stories out of anybody. No, uh, I feel like she's very much like the ass kisser until you burn a bridge, which that's kind of his. You know, yeah. it's what he does. So I'm like, I'm, yeah, he I would stabs s- people in the back, right and left. Yeah, I would say I'm disappointed, but I'm but not surprised. But I'm not even disappointed. I'm just like, yeah, that's about right. Right. Yeah, you know, and and the, in terms of whether or not the Trump used the N word, I mean, it's we've seen the policies. We've seen you know the kids being put in cages. We've seen what's happening to schools, and you know Betsy DeVos has her forty million dollar yacht, but yet teachers can't deduct school supplies from their own tax returns. I mean, yes. Trump, Trump used racially insensitive language, and what does this change? Like, the people who voted for him are just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're still going to vote right. for him. There's, he he praised Nazis. <laughs> this changes nobody's mind about anything. Right. It's, it's just another day. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough to figure out exactly what to make of the entire situation other than the country's just already gone to hell. So. Yeah, no, it's super frustrating to be like... Hey, this is the news, and I should be upset, but instead I am just like, oh, it's Tuesday. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, today, I mean, it's it's just all Trump Omarosa on one, you know. Something else is happening. Um, and, and then it's, you know, Aretha Franklin singing to Barack Obama on the other. Uh, the world we could have had. Yeah. Did have once, lost. May so, have again one day. We're trying. Um, so, yeah, you haven't been watching the cable news because you've been busy running around the state. With... I'm on the road with the road show. How, how's, how are those going? They're going really, really well. And uh, like each one is different because we do have a like different panelist each time. So we had Columbus on Monday night and then we had Cincinnati last night. Um, and they were both very, very different conversations, but both very, very, very good and very informative and like super intensive conversations, but not boring. Like the audience both times have just been very um, just wrapped with attention about what's going on and like like digesting the information and asking questions. And it's been really good. Um, in Columbus this Monday, we had Jessica Roach from Root. Uh, and then she was we, just on the podcast a few weeks ago. Yes. She, and she's up on the wall. Yes. <laughs> good friend of ours. Um, and then we had Dr. Romanos, who is an abortion provider out at the Dayton Clinic. And then we had our own Jamie Miracle on the panel with me moderating. Um, and then last night in Cincinnati, we had Elena Ramsey of Ohio Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice, Jennifer Branch of Gerhard Stein and Branch Law Firm, which does... Yeah. Most of the... She's the awesome lawyer that whenever we're in, like, the state Supreme Court, she's the one defending mm-hmm. abortion clinics here in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then again... Terrific attorney. Yes. And then Jamie again. Um, and, I mean, they were very different conversations, but both very good and I think very, like, very much in the vein of lighting a fire under people's asses. They're like, oh, oh, that's that's very much at stake. And, yeah, if you were looking for comforting conversations, uh, that's not what the road show's about. <laughs> Right. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be an eye-opening, you know, hey, here's where we're at. This is what's going on. Here's what you can do. Here's how to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, especially with Jennifer. I was like, oh, I am even less comforted when I than when I got here. So that's upsetting because this is the work I do. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, this is the part one of the road show, which for listeners who aren't visualizing how road is spelled, it's R-O-E apostrophe D because I really like puns. Right. So we're taking the road show on the road. Um, next Thursday is going to be our Dayton event, 823. That's also the same night as the Akron event. Uh, and then Cleveland event is on the 28th of August. And then uh, Toledo is in the works. And each one has a different panel. So even if you decide to go to two of them, you're a, you're a rock star. <laughs> but you're going to get a different conversation each time. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was that was the first uh, when we sent out our first uh, five dates uh, in an email. The first response I got back was, where is Toledo on this list? So, Working on it. Toledo, it's coming. I promise. Um, you know, we haven't had a shortage of events in Toledo, um, but that's because it's, you know, a, a critical community to the entire state of Ohio. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's there's two organizers planning all of these events, so like, give us some time. We're working in cities we don't live in. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, because these are, you know, these are critical issues as, uh, as our executive director, Kelly Copeland says, you know, now that uh, a candidate is running for governor, Mike DeWine has promised to sign abortion bans. Did you see that Mike DeWine uh, meddled in two or three allies harassment cases? Yeah, he's in the Huffington Post. Um, Not like just Ohio news, like national news for meddling in harassment cases. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's been people uh, working, you know, under his leadership who have, uh, you know, created a, you know, a horrible culture for women in, you know, in, in an office setting trying to work for a state government agency. Uh, and DeWine has completely failed um, to do this, and uh, you know, and, and he's horribly anti-choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if if he would be elected governor, we would have abortion restrictions being passed right and left. It'd be a terrible. We wouldn't have for, abortion in Ohio, just straight up. Right. Um, you know, and and we wouldn't be able to fight it in the courts if Brett Kavanaugh gets nominated to the U.S. Supreme Court. So. All of that is, you know, as Kelly says, no longer a hypothetical. These are real consequences, real things that we're facing. So um, as people learn about how to talk about all of these issues, it's it's not the same sort of, well, do you support abortion rights, you know, theoretical conversation that people were having. No, it's coming down to brass tacks. Like are, like, are you willing to fight in the streets for it? Because we're going to lose it under this administration if, if we don't if we don't fight for it. Right. Um, and I mean, yeah, this is absolutely not a theoretical discussion at this point. If Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh is appointed, we will lose it in Ohio and it could be nine months from now. It could be two years from now, but we, I think, I mean, regardless of if it goes to the Supreme court, it's going to be not in Ohio for a couple of years while it goes to the Supreme court. So like, it's very much not a theoretical. Right. Um, but part two of the road show <laughs> is in the works. Um, so the first part's like a discussion and a talk back and answering questions. And then part two is uh, going to be an activist training. So people get those hard skills on how to canvas, how to phone bank, how to talk about these issues. Um, and then the afternoon's going to be going out into the community and utilizing the skills they just learned. So right. if, if you like intensive things and learning, well, this is the event for you. Right. 
you were in Columbus. You were in Cincinnati. Uh, you're not going to be at the one in Dayton because no, you're... my my son is turning one. Hey, yeah. happy birthday, kiddo! Um, uh, so instead of you being there, uh, I'm going to be there to you know. Uh, take some pictures and whatnot. Um, but that one's going to be kind of shepherded by your intern. Yes, my can, intern, Can we talk Jordan. about interns and, and what they've been doing? And Yeah, I mean, my intern right now is Jordan. I'm, I had two interns just finish up with their summer internship, but Jordan's kind of my transitional intern and will probably just be with us until she decides not to be because she's amazing. <laughs> right. Um, Jordan's also part of, like, the We Testify cohort right now, so she's just, like, everywhere being awesome. And I think Can you explain what that is? We Testify, actually, she's part of the Youth Testify cohort. So We Testify is a program through the national network of abortion funds, um, not unlike our Patients to Advocates program, Mm -hmm. where people who have had abortions uh, are trained to talk about them, to advocate for themselves, and there's like some leadership training as part of it. Um, So Jordan is part of the Youth Testify cohort, which I think is for younger people who have had abortions. I don't know the age range specifically, but I know that Jordan is 21. Um, So I guess in that vicinity. Um, and, uh, she's also joining the women have options board. So nice. She's a busy lady and she's a great intern. Um, she's also planning her own event in October. So if you're interested in going to a wine and paint Wednesday, Jordan is putting that together and I'm really excited for it. Keep an eye on the event calendar. We're going to be busy this fall. Yeah. Uh, Jordan led the protest that we held last week outside Rob Portman's office. Yes, in Columbus, because I was leading the one in Cincinnati. And I cover too much of the state, and there's not enough of me to be everywhere. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, that's, that's a factual statement. You can't be everywhere all the time. And so by, um, putting on panel discussions, you know, bringing in experts and, you know, and, and intern is running this of, you know, making sure that, uh, people who attend this have an opportunity to ask their questions to people who are more knowledgeable than them. Mm -hmm. Um, or by recruiting volunteers to come to a protest, um, yeah, you know, I mean, sharing her story. These are sort of intern tasks that mm-hmm. help sort of move our work along in ways that we don't necessarily have the capacity to do all the time. Yeah, I mean, we are a small organization. There, there is not many of us, and I cover too much of the state to really be as effective as I want to be. And interns can kind of help like mitigate the overwhelm, overwhelmed feeling I feel sometimes. Um, right. And I mean, it's I don't I don't just have interns. You also have interns for communications. Jamie has. Um, policy interns. I know Pam has uh, like special events and fundraising interns. Right. So these are all like really crucial roles in our organizations that help us get some of the tasks that we can't always do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last summer we put on a fundraiser up in uh, Cleveland mm-hmm. uh, that was a, you know, a mini golf, um, you know, it was like a golf tournament, except it was putt-putt. Um, and that was, you know, primarily driven by uh, organizing done by, Pam's intern. Um, and so that was, you know, a, a terrific fundraiser, you know, for the pro-choice movement here in Ohio that we might not have had the time and energy to do if not for someone coming on and doing that as an intern. Yeah. And I mean, if you're interested in like getting involved in the pro-choice movement, like perhaps professionally or just like more consistently as a volunteer, um, internships are a good way to do that. And, and we do offer a stipend. I wish we could offer more, but it's not my department. <laughs> right. Um, so we, if you're interested in being an intern, we actually are still taking applications and, uh, it's, I mean, we'll take an application pretty much anytime, but we have kind of like set times as to like when we hire people, but. Right. 
Um, yeah, so if you're on the website and you go to the About tab at the top, there's a Jobs and Internships mm-hmm. uh, category down below. So if you just click on that, you'll see descriptions of the positions uh, yes. that we have available. Mm-hmm. Um, and always looking for energetic, uh, interested, pro-choice Ohioans to, uh, to help us out. Yeah. Um, I love my interns. Yeah. Yeah, likewise. They're, they're, my, great. Be- they're my best friends. Cool. That I also boss around. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week, you got a copy there of the Columbus Alive. Yeah. Um, Jamie uh, is quoted in it. Some of our uh, friends uh, from Feminist Flag Corps uh, are on the cover. Yes. Um, this was a pretty awesome story that the Alive did looking at crisis pregnancy centers. Yes. Um, what do you think of CPCs? I'm generally... Nope, I'm, I'm not generally. I'm pretty across, across the like, board. <laughs> not a fan. Highly specifically. Highly specifically not a fan. Um, but yeah, Michelle and Clarissa, they're on the front page. They have our exposed fake clinics buttons on. Do you know that? Yeah, that's yeah. our button. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really good, really in-depth story by Columbus Alive. I mean, uh, Clarissa and Michelle of Feminist Flag Corps are quoted, Jamie's quoted, and then there's, uh, people from the other side that are quoted. So it's a very, like, fully encompassing story, I think. Um, and, uh, goes into depth of, like, about how and how much (laughs) CPCs get from the state each year. Right. Um, and uh, it's a really good story. Right. It's worth your time if you're... Curious as to what fake women's health centers in Ohio look like and why we're not big fans. Right. They get $1 million every two-year budget cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been receiving that for, for four years now. So half a million dollars a year gets doled out. Uh, and that's cash. Not even to all. Yeah, it's, it's cash assistance from t- like temporary assistance for needy families. So like material help that would go to families that needed it is instead just going to these centers that deceive people and actually not even all of them. There's like specific ones listed that get the grants. Right. So, so. yeah. Uh, you know, this, this money that's supposed to go to low income families is now being used by these storefront operations, not medical facilities, not medical facilities at all. You can walk in, uh, if you've seen the, the billboards, the, Pregnant? Uh, scared? Google ads, yeah. You know, call us uh, for for information. Uh, they don't provide all answers. They don't provide medically accurate information if you have questions on abortion. Um, we've had uh, a previous intern uh, who went into many CPCs to ask questions and see what was going on. Uh, and what she found was frequently you'd be led into what appeared to be examination room uh, you might be asked to disrobe and put on a paper gown uh, in the process. That sounds um, uncomfortable. Many times women would be separated from their car keys and cell phones. And so ah. now they're basically sitting naked in some weird office and waiting for the staff to come in and give them what they think is going to be medical advice and really is a sales pitch to convince them not to get an abortion. So judgment in a sermon while you're naked you can't get away. <laughs> Right. Uh, women have received ultrasounds. Uh, however, since they're not medical facilities, they don't have qualified medical staff to read the ultrasounds. They're just for fun, as I read one CPC said. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, an ultrasound is something that I've I've It's very been, personal. It it's very personal. I've been in I've been in the room when my wife had, you know, several uh during uh our two pregnancies and it's very personal. Um <laughs> but, you know, it, you sit there kind of holding your breath waiting for the ultrasound tech to evaluate what they see and tell you is there something wrong? And if the crisis pregnancy center is a fake women's health center. Doesn't have trained medical staff. That ultrasound isn't being read. Not only is it not being read, but like they will like tell you blatantly false information. Like they will tell you that you're earlier along in your pregnancy than you actually are Mm -hmm. to make you think that you have time to procure an abortion. Should you like decide on that? But in fact, you are too late to get an abortion. Right. So, or, you know, you might, have been able to go in and receive a less expensive medication abortion, mm-hmm. just taking pills. And because of the delay that the women of, you know, the, the crisis pregnancy center uh, has put upon that person. Now they might be looking at a more expensive surgical procedure, mm-hmm. which the added expense having to go out for another appointment, you know, frequently crisis pregnancy centers will, uh, give themselves similar names to actual abortion clinics, or the exact same name. Yeah, uh, and 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 set up the storefront right across the street. Mm-hmm. So if you're going in for say a one o'clock appointment for a consult at the abortion provider, and you don't notice and walk in the wrong door, they're certainly not going to say, "Oh no, I'm sorry, you've gone into the wrong place." They're going to welcome you in and ask you to disrobe and sit you down, and you might be sitting there for thirty minutes before you realize you're not in the right spot. They are. They are. Then you miss your appointment. They are so deceptive to the point that they have taken the phone numbers of previous abortion clinics. Um, so that's a new one I haven't heard. Oh yeah, they did this like on the East Coast with like one of Carhartt's clinics. Wow. Mm-hmm. So I think they did it in Akron as well. So, like, people will call looking for the abortion clinic that's listed at this number and then get a fake women's health center. Yeah. And all of these are things that they do as barriers uh, to women who are seeking information about abortions and trying to actually get to, you know, get in with an abortion clinic for a procedure. Yep. Uh, and they're receiving tax dollars to fund all of this. Yep. Um, they also have the state selling their Choose Life license plates, so they take money from that. Um, and some of these facilities also run abstinence-only programming that they contract out uh, with schools to provide. So your local public school district might be handing over cash to a crisis pregnancy center uh, so that they can have their staff come in to your kid's health class. Uh, All of this contributes what one organization has referred to as fraud. Um, The campaign for accountability is uh, asking Attorney General Mike DeWine to look into crisis pregnancy centers, and they're not approaching it from a healthcare point of view that we do. Uh, This organization is looking at it uh, from the point of a government watchdog organization, and they're saying, listen, this is fraud. They're presenting themselves as, you know, a medical operation. They're not functioning under the supervision of the Department of Health. They're not employing doctors in most cases, uh, you know, or even nurses, but women think that they're getting health care. And so the attorney general needs to be investigating this. Um, Mike DeWine's office has not yet, that we've heard of, followed up to actually investigate crisis pregnancy centers. So 
all of this is a massive scandal. It's happening in every county in Ohio. It's happening in every state in the nation. Um, and it doesn't get nearly enough attention except for the Columbus Alive, uh, who wisely put this on their cover. There have been some other really great pieces nationally. Um, but yeah, it's a sucky situation. And the Supreme Court of the United States says that it's legal to do so. Right. <sighs> Fun times. Uh, okay. So no, false. So we've already talked about upcoming events. Um, in addition to the road show. Uh, so again, the, those are happening August 23rd in Dayton, uh, at the tree of life community center. Um, and also August 23rd in Akron, uh, at the Akron summit County public library. Both of those start at six 30. Um, and then, August 28th is the road show in Cleveland at the Shaker Heights public library. Um, so those are great ways to get involved. Uh, in addition to that, um, what other events are coming up, uh, on your calendar? On Tuesday, August 21st, that is the next stand up for choice. And that's benefiting the freedom of choice, Ohio coalition. So that's like us and tons of friends. Um, I'll be tabling there, so you can come hang, come hang out with me and say hi, I guess. Right. Uh, so, year anniversary of the eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's stand up comedy at Ace of Cups, mm-hmm. um, and and it's you know it's always. Uh, I've been doing it for over two years now. Yeah, uh, we've had some of the comedians uh, from a previous. Uh, uh, show of uh the stand up for choice mm-hmm. uh come on this podcast yeah um they're all pro-choice individuals they're supporting pro-choice organizations yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not what i mean it's not pro-choice comedy so you know not necessarily there are some that will like lean right. that way but it's just a comedy show that benefits a pro-choice cause yeah it's a good show it is um august 21st first at ace of cups yep uh this weekend is toledo pride if you want to go hang out with hannah she'll be tabling for an arl pro choice ohio at toledo pride i think she has enough volunteers because we have a great great bunch of folks in toledo but i'm sure she'd be happy for you to stop by and say hi cool um uh and then uh on october 20th Something to put on your calendars to watch for is the Lady Parts Justice Golden Probe Awards. Uh, Being Stormy Daniels is going to be there. Stormy Daniels, uh, hosted by Margaret um, Cho. Margaret Cho. Um, yeah, the fact that Stormy Daniels, uh, who you know had all that trouble in uh, in, in Columbus, in, in Columbus uh, that we never talked about, uh, but um, you know, it has now somehow become the the face of the anti-Trump movement. She was registering voters at the strip club. Oh, nice. You know. Everybody should register voters. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, the, the voter registration deadline uh, uh, approaches. Uh, it's in late September, I believe. Um, we'll put the exact date uh, in the show notes. Um, but people should go on the state website. Even if you're fully registered to vote, go on the state website. Check your registration. Check it twice. Check your registration. Make sure you know uh, that you are registered to vote. Uh, check your spouse. Check your kids if they're adults. Um, and do then, you think you November's, know, ask your neighbors. Do you think it's too early to write a Christmas parody of uh, making a list, checking it twice for voter registration? I think that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> You are hereby assigned. Oh, great. I'm a terrible singer. Somebody else is going to have to sing it. I'm going to make Jordan yodel it. She <laughs> knows how to yodel. 
Yeah. No, that's that's a great idea. But I mean, now now is the time. You don't want to wait until like you know a week before election day to to check on your voter registration because by then you're you're making your ballot list. Got to check it twice. Right. <laughs> uh, check right now. Find out who's naughty or nice. <laughs> Guess who's naughty? It's Mike DeWine. Right. Go <laughs> online. Uh, make sure that you are registered to vote at the address that you know that you're registered to vote. Um, Christmas stuff is out at Cracker Barrel and not too early. There's so many things wrong with that sentence. I love Cracker Barrel. Um, oh, and then our, uh, uh, I don't know if I mentioned the date. October 10th is going to be our Wine and Paint Wednesday. It's going to be a fundraiser and it'll be fun. Nice. I'm really excited about it. Okay. But it's like, I get to do my craft at noon, but like people will show up. Okay. Uh, cool. So that's all the events we get coming up. Uh, as far then, as I know. And then look for uh, election stuff as we get closer. Uh, We're going to be doing a lot of uh, volunteer canvases in Dayton, and spe- like specifically. So Yes. Um, yeah. So stay tuned. Check out the Facebook page for more information. Uh, and we'll see everybody next week. Bye. Bye.